What's up, family? Welcome back to the last episode of 2022 of the Stop Sinking Show. Hope you guys had a great year. Sitting here, for me, at the end of this year, it's hard to think about this year and try to extract just four things from it that maybe have some overarching or underlying theme for the entire year. And I picked four because three seemed cliche and 22, two plus two equals four. I don't know. Arbitrary, just like anything else, I guess. Sitting here thinking about the year, I am overwhelmed and underwhelmed by much of the thoughts surrounding this entire year. I overdid and underdid so many things. I'm proud of and disgusted with myself on so many fronts that, again, to narrow anything down to four and pitch that to you is something that I almost don't feel is the right thing to do. I would do a disservice to all the nuance of my growth and the trials this year. But for the sake of the bite-sized attention of most people around this time of year, including my own, I won't overthink and I'll present four of the lessons that come to mind most readily. And maybe that has its own weight or maybe it's just availability bias. Who knows? Here goes nothing. My first lesson that comes to mind is going to sound negative at first, but I assure you the net result is the most empowering thing on the planet once you accept it and harness the power it leads you to inside of yourself. The lesson being, in your darkest hour, the only one that can pull you out is yourself. And it's usually one simple but not easy decision away. And sometimes you have to reach your threshold of suffering before you make that decision. Sometimes you have to suffer a lot until you think you've suffered enough. And that's different for different people. No one else, though, no matter how well intended, can pull you out of that hole that you put yourself in. And while you are your own jailer, it's most empowering to know that you can also be your own salvation. The second lesson that comes to mind is that effort compounds. Even two, three hours a day in nine months, in a year, turns you into a beast far away from where you started out. This reminds me of the saying that we overestimate what we can do in a short term and underestimate what we can do in a year or three. Most of us will easily muster up the short-term will to intensely charge into things for a short span like three months. For some of us, three months is a long time. And we might even be willing to do whatever we need to do for those three months for five to eight hours a day and be obsessed about it and always think about it and talk about it and watch videos about it. But because that intensity comes with higher expectations, it loads that. We fizzle down to little to no effort when those expectations aren't reached in that short time span that we have our attention. And so most of us don't ever stick around long enough to even see the compounding effects of our efforts. Whereas if you did something for even three hours a day, 
for even 300 days of the year. You'd now have accumulated 900 hours in that year. You divide that by 40, that's 22 full working weeks. Almost an entire five to six months of working weeks or 47% of your working year by dedicating just three hours a day for 300 days, still giving you another 65 days of the year where those three hours are not committed to, to this thing. You're telling me you can't become something completely different than you are today by having an entire six months dedicated to it? All it takes is literally three hours of focused work a day. I know it sounds absurd, but that's how much we don't understand time and how we can use it to our advantage. Effort compounds everywhere. Just reviewing the titles of my 104 episodes this year and thinking about the angles and creativity that I never even knew I had in me. I mean, even when reviewing them, I get this slight anxiety like, I don't know how I did it and if I can ever do it again. And creativity is just like that, I guess. You bow to it. You create space for it, but you expect it. And it all compounds and continues to do so as I show up. And to be clear, this compounding effect also goes in the opposite way, as I have also witnessed in myself. That is that this compounding effect can work in the opposite direction and compound decay as well. Most of you is perishable if not used. You cannot live with the wins and successes of yesterday. They do not feed the strength of tomorrow or support the load of today. If you stop touching iron, you lose your calluses. That is the reality. You are only as good as what you do continuously. That is what compounds. The opposite of which, when unmanaged, denigrates fast into chaos, as the second law of thermodynamics states. The third lesson, despite all this efforting, I have realized that I have very little control over a lot of things. This year, coming from last year, has taught me to submit. To submit to things much bigger than me. And that can venture into nihilism and a need to just pull back on effort. I mean, why try anyway? But it can also do something really beautiful which is it can make you find connection in effort just for effort's sake, not for the sake of controlling it to some end result. And submitting control has shown me that even without getting something in return, I love the process of doing. And I stick to difficult things because of some real naked truths about my own desires that are unbending in the face of any friction. I see that I will be me no matter how difficult it is and no matter how fruitless it is. And that principles prevail when everything is out of control. You do things for the reasons to do them that allow you to live with them and nothing else is needed. Nothing else from the outside as a result. And the fourth, and of course, in no particular order of importance, the one thing I saw play out naturally a lot of this year is that everyone melts to a genuine smile. 
a genuine welcoming spirit. Almost everyone in the world is starved for connection, to be seen. And so much of that is sought and felt within the first few seconds of an interaction. And much of the bond is built or lost right there in those moments. And you can't fake it either. You have to genuinely like people and genuinely light up when you see them so they can genuinely feel it. And then what a rich life and experience a life becomes of it. May your new year, your life ahead, all your endeavors be as bright as your spirit. I love you, family. You know I will see you in 2023. Love you. Stay true. Always.